0: As you move towards the center, you see an open temple. A presence patiently waits for you, and as you walk toward the inward glade, you can see her pale, calm, luminous face. warriors, yo, get your freak on, you don't need money cause you won't be alone, yo, I guess you're in the zone, you don't need money cause you won't be alone, got my lookout girls, got fake boys to look at, tigers room, what the fuck you looking shook at, fuck did you go to it, look it, when you come here you wanna get stuck it, empty your pocket, phone out your jacket, low tie like my land is louder than a racket, in my jungle don't Party on beat, the tempo Bad girls with the good boy, you can run for Body, 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 bow Everybody heard about me, everybody know Best than a hundred with the arrow through the bow If you step close, then I'm gonna like and I wake up on it, blessed Start the day, wake up on it, bend it, bend it, flex. If we got together, we can still do it best. People with the money, what they do, more or less. Got us on the ground and our best by default. Step into my temple, and you see me on my throne. Gold on the dome, don't drop the drone. If you don't like it, then I'm gonna change your tone. Body, body, body.
1: Welcome to Shameless Plug, a podcast where we talk about music, media, life, and all of their intersections. As always, I'm the host, I'm your host, Xavier Madison. And one change from last episode is that I am alone for episode 13. The reason for that being that my assistant, being the selfish man that he is, is spending his break and holiday season with his family and friends. So I'm left to bear the brunt of this operation alone. But no worries. I am more than capable. Oh, another change from last episode is that I'm actually currently in Nassau in the Bahamas. Bahamas. Um, I celebrated New Year's here. It was a good time. It was great. I think the drinking age is 18, but I don't think anyone is carding anyone down here. So it was a good time for everyone. Um, this is not my first time here, actually. This is my second time, but I have more to say about that in my written account of the things that happened which you can read on shamelessplugmedia.net. That will be up when I leave. So tomorrow or the next day. I'm not even sure. That's how lost on time I am right now. But yeah, there's had there has been a lot that has gone on since we've last discussed. But the first thing I wanted to start with is a happy new year. I hope everyone had a happy holidays. I hope everyone that's in school had a great finals week and if you do listen to this, I know for a fact that you aced your finals. Oh, and did I mention that I'm in the Bahamas? I'm just kidding. But for real, you see what can happen when you have enough hard work, determination, narcissism, and sociopathy to start your own podcast? You can make it all the way out here. And if you've been crazy enough to sell your own t-shirts, shit, anything is possible. But for real, no misconceptions, that is not why I'm here. <laughs> so, ha <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get right into it. Um, the biggest release that, you know, happened or occurred since the last time we discussed was, in fact, Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho by Quavo and Travis Scott. Now, if you are like me or have the similar or have a similar taste in music as me, then Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho, was probably your most anticipated album of, well, not the whole year of 2017, but probably the last quarter. Because the album has been in the works and in discussion for months, if not years. And, I mean, there there was a lot leading up to it. There were a lot of collaborations between Travis Scott and the Migos, like Kelly Price, Sloppy Toppy, Oh Me oh My. And Travis Scott and Quavo actually collaborated just, you know, prior to this themselves on rodeo with oh my this side and all of those collaborations with maybe the exception of kelly price i enjoyed greatly i still enjoy kelly price but not as much as the others but let me just say jack Huncho Huncho jack was not the most savory release that i have endured this mm, whole year actually and i actually wrote something about it because i felt so strongly about the album and these are two artists who i hold to a very high standard because travis scott is probably this is something i was talking about with my cousin earlier but i think he is probably this generation's closest thing to a superstar in the rap community and quavo is the same and if you were to ask me um, who travis scott's equivalent would be For my generation, even though I'm technically in his generation, I still think music generations move a lot faster. So his equivalent for me would probably be Drake, just based off the level of acclaim and hype he's garnered with his young audience, mainly high school kids. But I know that I am not speaking for just myself when I say that 2017 was a year full of collaborations, and I am completely fatigued by it. Collaborations are great, they're cool, I love them, but there has been too many this past year, too many to keep up with, and too many that were mediocre or below that. Uh, Metro Boomin, he he had a ton of collaborations in 2017. Sometimes he would strike gold, like on Drop Top Wop, or Without Warning, and other times he would release duds, such as Perfect Timing, I believe that's his uh, collaborative mixtape with Nav. And unfortunately, the Big Sean album, mixtape, whatever, um, Double or Nothing, which I actually did enjoy. But I understand why people didn't. That being said, I'm not changing my opinion on it. I think it was decent. People need to hop off Big Sean's dick. But I do have some problems with it. But nonetheless, yeah, Metro Boomin alone collaborated with a ton of artists. And that's fine because he's a producer, but his sound is so distinct that it is pretty much two artists collaborating instead of one artist carrying the whole weight. And not only that, but there have been a ton of other collaborations, even Fabulous and Jadakiss had a collaboration, and that was in the later half of 2017, and there were plenty before that. And, excuse me, in the article I did write about Big Sean and Metro Boomin', I listed almost every collaboration, even the rewrapped version of Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah's Merry Christmas Little Mama, but I did in fact forget one which I enjoyed a lot, which was Lil Durk and T-Grizzly. And their mixtape was called Bloodas, Bloodas, which is a pun on Bloods and Brothers, if I'm not mistaken. And the reason I looked over that is because I think it came out the same night or week as the Quality Control mixtape, which came out the same night as the Big Sean Metro Boomin' tape. And I had a lot to say about those two things. And there was a lot to listen to. And I only listened to Bloodas once, but from what I heard, I did enjoy it, but I wasn't really expecting that much out of them as much as I was the other artists, so that may have something to do with it. But with 2018 in full effect, I do hope that we see more solo albums by artists who are willing to take more risks uh, production-wise and lyrically because there was so much of the same in 2017. There was a ton of great music and a ton of music being put out in general, but one thing that really got on my nerves was just how similar all the music was beginning to sound but I will say that my ear did develop for the new wave of artists coming out. And I am a big fan of Ski Mask, The Slum God, now. Even Keith Ape. Um, I hate to admit that I listen to 6ix9ine and XXX Tentacion, but I do. And a plethora of the other artists, even Trippy Red, which you guys know I'm growing on now, or he's growing on to me. But uh, there's just so many of these artists that I can't keep up with. So it takes me a time to get accustomed to them but i hope that each and every one of them develops their own sound per se trippy red x and ski mask do this pretty well already but um other artists like lil xan uh, i mean even though they do have a unique sound i think that they're doing much of the same and they're limiting themselves as artists for that oh and how could i forget our old school recommendation this one is completely random because i just found it in my basement and decided to listen to it and it is armed and dangerous it's kind of not fair because it is the best of big noid who is an mc from new york but it is his best of album and i think that anyone who is interested in hip-hop especially new york style rap should check out big noid he will be in the playlist do not worry about that but that is my old school recommendation for this week and when I say New York rap, I mean old school New York rap, not the contemporary stuff coming out of there like Cardi B and A Boogie with the Hoodie. And I'm not dissing them, but the sounds are completely different. But yeah, Big Noid is from Queensbridge and he is an affiliate of Mob Deep. His music is kind of sporadic and all over the place on Apple Music, so that's why I'm recommending his Best Of album. But it was released in 2003, so it doesn't include you know, all of the music that has been released since then. So it's not necessarily a Up to date best of so you should really go and enjoy that just to get used to it and let me just say that the playlist this week is all over the place and the reason for that being because i decided to abandon the last episode i was doing which was going to be me running down lists of the best of because i am kind of tired of best of lists and honestly they're hard to do as a single person because my music taste is so varied And there's so much stuff that I missed this year. And so it would be dishonest for me to make a best of list when I haven't even heard, you know, a few of the albums that I meant to listen to. So I'm just going to put all the music, or all the songs that really stuck with me this past year. Not all of them, but most of them on this week's playlist. And it's going to be up for you guys to enjoy. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about my problem with these best of year-end lists. They are so varied. And I think that unless this is your full-time job, and this being, you know, music, discussion, critique, and listening, I think it's nearly impossible to put together your own list unless you're devoting it to one or two genres. And I think the reason for that is because, well, the reason for that is because I think it is actually impossible to have an ear for every single genre of music. And you could have an ear for about two or three or even four different genres of music, like rap and R&B, which, you know, are similarly related, even though they're not sonically the same, but their history is so intertwined, that you can have an ear for both, and even rock and roll. But I think it is incredibly hard to have an ear for everything from shoegaze to metal to classic rock to new rock, new metal, uh, folk music, rap, hip-hop, R&B, neo-soul, country, bluegrass. I mean, there's just so many uh, vaporwave, so many genres that I haven't even listed that are out there. And making a list that's supposed to span all of them is only possible with a team of highly dedicated and ear-trained people. <laughs> That being said, my top 5 favorite albums this year did include Drunk by Thundercat, uh, Scumfuck Flowerboy by Tyler the Creator, Stranger in the Alps by Phoebe Bridgers, Big Fish Theory by Vince Staples, and Process by Sampha. I just thought I would sprinkle that in so you guys aren't left completely hungry for my <laughs> or from my opinion on this year's music. And I also will give you my top five most disappointing albums this year. And those include Super Slimy, Playboy Cardi, Logic Everybody, Issa by 21 Savage, and of course, Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho. And just for clarification, I'm not saying those are the five worst albums that came out this year because they are not even close to that. They are just albums that I was looking forward to greatly and they didn't live up to my expectations at all but that being said no cap is one of my favorite intros that released this year unfortunately it's not number one though number one is definitely ghostface killers from without warning by 21 savage offset and travis scott and one thing i just don't understand is why ghostface killer did not remix it i even mentioned it to him on twitter Uh, It's kind of past that time now, but it would have been a great moment for hip-hop. Oh, and I forgot to give you my song of the year, which if you've read everything on shamelessplugmedia.net, you will not be surprised to hear that it is Chanel by Frank Ocean. That is most everyone's at least top five song of the year, and Frank Ocean is one of my favorite artists of all time. So, of course, I'm going to put it there. Honorable mention for albums has to go out to Toro Imoa though. I enjoyed Boo Boo greatly. Uh, unfortunately, it was between him and uh, Phoebe Bridgers for making the list. And unfortunately, Boo Boo was not my favorite release by him. So I didn't put it in the list. But it was a great album nonetheless. Oh, and another honorable mention to Benjamin Booker, another great artist who I discovered this year. His album, I think it was called. Hold on witness that album got me through so many hours of work so of course i'm going to give it an honorable mention and i would say that now is a pretty good time to take a long overdue intermission so sit tight listen to the song and don't go anywhere i will be right back just a little thin around the ribs
2: wondering why did it have to be like this Tried to have you fall in love with me Held you up for a while But you proved too tough, baby Baby I let you off with a smile Never asked too much, baby Baby Just a little thin around the ribs Wondering why Did it have to be like this? Just a little pin around the rim.
1: Welcome back. I'm glad you stayed around. We don't have that much more time left, but there are a few topics I'm still going to need to go over. The first being Dedication 6 by Lil Wayne. So, as it would seem, Lil Wayne has officially been rejuvenated. Um, He teased Dedication 6 with his remix of Bank Account, which for the most part, everyone enjoyed. I thought it was great. I like how he switched up the flow, and then he had a remix of "Family Feud" with Drake, which you know I enjoyed being a former Drake fan. Actually, you know what? I'm still a fan, being a former diehard Drake fan. And yeah, he's done a lot of fun stuff on this mixtape. He sounds great. There are some features that I don't like, like that one guy who was on the remix of "EXO Tour Life." His name escapes me right now, but he's been on a lot of Wayne's tracks. But for the most part, this is a good sign that Wayne is back and ready to deliver on the Carter Five. But this led me to a discussion with someone who shall be unnamed about whether Lil Wayne is more influential on hip hop than Kanye West. And I'm not saying I prefer Wayne to Kanye because I don't. Kanye is my favorite of the two artists. I even had a whole episode dedicated to ranking his discography, which I would never do for Wayne. But I do believe that Lil Wayne is the more influential artist. Now, hold on. Before you get mad at me, hear me out. Everything from his rapping style, uh, his voice, his not even to mention his name, his prolific Uh, catalog of mixtapes, and even his physical appearance and style, talking about the dreads and the tattoos, and I know he didn't even do this purposely, but being short, uh, you know, Lil, it has been immensely influential on not only the current generation of hip-hop, obviously, but the one prior. And I make that argument by saying his style was still influential and he had a prodigy in drake who did start off sounding like wayne when he blew up now obviously this isn't the full argument it's just a discussion i had with someone And we really came to the conclusion that Lil Wayne was the more influential of the two artists. If you disagree, go ahead and talk to me about it because I don't care. You can go ahead and disagree. And if you really want to, we could probably do an episode on this if you feel that passionate about it. But for now, if no one's going to dethrone me, I am going to crown Lil Wayne as the most influential artist of hip hop. And on more current, current news, uh, Earl Sweatshirt's father, unfortunately, died at the age of 79. So he did have a relatively long, prosperous life. He was an artist prominent in Africa, um, Big Willie, or um, excuse me, Bra Willie is what he was commonly known as. His name <clears throat> is very long, and I'm not equipped enough to pronounce it. But nonetheless, rest in peace, um, Rich Chiga. Uh, changed his name to Brian, presumably because of the backlash he was receiving by making his name Chiga. and you know me, I don't really give a fuck about any of that stuff, but I definitely see why he did it, and I think it will only benefit him in the long term. I was never the biggest fan of Brian, but I do think that he is doing something different, not so much with his music, but with his image and everything he represents um they're, not to say asian rappers are new and different but the way he's approaching the craft is definitely unique and i did actually enjoy that song he had with xxxx tentacion and um keith ape i believe but excuse me nonetheless that is episode 13 of the Shameless Plug podcast. Uh, I wanted to thank everyone who purchased the Shameless Plug t-shirt. We have officially sold out as of last week. There will be new designs coming out. Um, I'm working on them right now. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening in 2018. I'm super excited for everyone to see it. I'm really excited to get it done and out into the world. In the meantime, don't forget to read everything on shamelessplugmedia.net and be on the lookout for my written synopsis of my time in the Bahamas. I'm going to keep saying Bahamas because it rolls off the tongue easier. Uh, I know it's Bahamas. I'm an idiot, but That is not a reason why. (laughs) So anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you have a good day, a good week, a good life, a good month, a good 2018. And I hope all of the goals that you have set for this year are accomplished. Thanks for listening.
2: Watching the leaves falling in Then you were something like a dream Oh, so perfect Couldn't talk to me The time moves slow When you're all alone And the time moves slow When you're out Couldn't help myself falling in love with you What could I say? Oh if I hadn't In the dream, in the time, oh, slow when you wait by the phone, in the time. Oh